My name is Chris. And I'm Holly. Together, we're, we're the, the Friars. A long time ago when we first met, I fell madly in love with this woman. Oh. But she put me in the friend zone for over 20 years. Ugh, sweet Petunia. Eventually, I convinced her to be mine, and now we do our best to put up with each other. Hey! We're best friends who are married and love to talk. And we talk a lot. About absolutely everything. So sit back, have fun. And welcome to Following, following the, the Friars. <laughs> the look on your face is it's so impish always we've got to figure out a way to start videoing these without upending our entire house to have a, a place to do it i have i have a ring light stand that will hold well it'll hold a cell phone i don't know if it'll hold yeah. a gopro but I mean, yeah. we can figure it out there's all, there are all kinds of tools out there to make that easy. Yes, we yes, We do not there need is. a film crew. We well, yeah, that's that's what I want to or make. Or hair sure and that, makeup, like just yeah, you know, that's okay. what I want to avoid. Is like turning into a, a even bigger thing that it has to be. Well, you know, I mean, up to you. Up up to me. Mm-hmm. Oh well, okay. Uh, hi, folks who are listening. Happy New Year! Happy New Year! It's twenty twenty three. Oh my. Oh, yes. Oh, my. And uh, we're a little late posting this one up. It's because, well. I went to bed. Yeah. We had the idea. What, like, hey, let's, let's, we should record. And, and we have a, we, we need to, we need to put one down. And uh, that was what? About one thirty, two o'clock in the afternoon yesterday? It was yesterday? 2 o'clock in the afternoon yesterday, and you did not uh, move toward pulling out the gear, yeah. so I went on about my day doing other things. Totally my and, fault. And whatnot. And I went on about my day doing my, doing things that I had to do. Right. And, and uh, then when you decided we needed to record, it was... You were on, my, the, you were was, on the sofa. It was my bedtime. I was like, yeah. Mm, yeah, no, it's not happening. Yeah. Not happening. Well, it wasn't bedtime, bedtime, but you were, you were out. You were on the verge of like stacking Z's really hard. Um, well, it wasn't too long after that that I moved from the couch to the bed <laughs> and was stacking Z's. I was gone. <laughs> I was tired. Oh, my gosh. So just all of the uh, running around from Thanksgiving until New Year's Day catches up with me the week after. Yeah. Like every year, the week after, I'm probably the most tired I am the entire year. Yeah. So, and I still have Christmas to take down. Yeah, I was going to ask you about that. We just literally like five minutes ago yes, had our yes, people. exterior I lights it pulled is, down. It is January 4th and my Christmas is still no, up. wait a minute. But it is still the 12 days of Christmas. We're only on day 11. you you got to explain this to me again because I'm, well. The 12 days of Christmas actually start Christmas Day. Ah, okay. Yes. The first day okay. of Christmas is December 25th. Okay, partridge in a pear tree. Right, and I have yet to see that partridge, or the geese, or so the now, eleven I, lords a leaping. No, for the I don't know where I saw it. It had to it had to have been on the the internet. Um, I read an article that the song "The Twelve Days of Christmas" is an allegorical um, representation. Of the birth of Christ, and that, like you know, 
Jesus is the partridge in the pear tree. I, I have the not two read turtle that. doves because turtle doves mate for life. The two turtle doves are Joseph and Mary. That that could be true. I mean, I yeah. haven't read that. I mean, it could it could be true. I don't know, but but the twelve days of Christmas is seated in. All I'm gonna say is biblical. ten drummers drumming. That was a noisy manger. <laughs> yes, it was. I'm just saying. Yes, it was. Poor uh, poor Mary. Like, just Tired squeezed one out, you know what I mean? And, yeah, and, and then there's, yeah. you know. What, what was that whole, meme? Every, I got that meme several times from folks. that Mary, exhausted from, from laboring, uh, just wanted a quiet night. And I'm paraphrasing, of course. And what did the little drummer boy think? Oh, this lady needs a drum solo. Yes. yes. <laughs> what would be perfect to make this complete is... A drum solo. Of course, always. Aren't drum of course. solos always the perfect thing? Yes. Always. Oh. So, so yes. So the <laughs> Christmas is still up because the 12 days have not ended. They will end tomorrow, and yeah. then I will start. I mean, yeah, the lights are off the house outside. That was beginning to look kind of crazy, but everything inside, I have not. Yeah. I'll take down this weekend. Which isn't the latest I've had it up. I mean, I did keep my Christmas up until May one year. <laughs> I didn't want what? to take it down. I was enjoying it. You, you Wow. Okay. Yeah. You were enjoying it, it that much? It was early May. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. And then you packed it up. And pulled it right back out in November. Wow. Mm-hmm. So it only stayed packed up for six months. Yeah. Wow. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Pretty impressive. Uh, well, you know. I was enjoying it. Well, yeah. So you left the the like lights and garland and ornaments and everything up. Yes, every everything that, that I had put out was stockings. Up. All of it. That's amazing. Yeah. That's like because I know you like to have. I love lights. I like yeah. to have lights. Which, well, when Halloween rolls around, we have a Halloween tree. Yes, we have a Halloween tree. And then I go, well, I mean, we go kind of straight from Halloween to Christmas. Um, and then once I get... You have a Christmas tree that stays up in, in your office all the time. But it, to it be a, fair... I do put it away. But it, it but it's it's an Alabama tree. So yeah. it's really appropriate for the office because it's Alabama thing. Year-round. Yeah, year-round Alabama football. Um, but I have a Valentine's tree, too. You know, my pink tree that I'll pull out. Here, yes. Here in the next few days, and yes. put all my Valentine stuff on. So <laughs> I like lights. Yes, you like twinkly lights. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they make me happy. I know. And now all of ours are taken off the exterior of our home. I may cry tonight when they don't come on. Uh, well, it's okay though. It's all right. The lights inside will still come on. Yes, they will. Yep. Or uh, until we unplug them all. <laughs> so we were uh we were recently in Nashville, Tennessee and we well I participated in the uh in the uh, uh Nashville's big bash on uh, CBS. I and yeah on CBS um we did uh we did a few songs for the broadcast, and then later, at the stroke, just before midnight, we walked out on stage to do the countdown of the Big Toast and the uh, New Year's Eve kiss 
or the New Year's kiss and uh, ring in the new year. Uh, what was it like to be on stage in front of probably, I don't know how many tens of thousands, probably a hundred. I mean, I heard somebody say a hundred thousand people. I don't think there was a hundred thousand people there. Could have been. I mean, I didn't have to sing or play an instrument, so I was perfectly fine. Yeah. It didn't, it didn't weird you out at all? No. Yeah. No. I mean. A lot more room on the stage. I with, was a uh, majorette in high school. I'm used to performing in front of people I don't know in that yeah. silent way. Like, I, don't, yeah. I didn't have to speak to them. I didn't have to. But yeah. performing is not a problem. So yeah. I. Well, you weren't performing. You didn't have a baton. Thank you. That's why I was asking. You know what? If it was, had I had a baton, though, there would have been a performance. What? Oh, well, okay. You know, it's just like a little that. extra New Year's Eve. How you doing? Um, <laughs> I mean, doesn't every stage need a baton twirler? Uh, Maybe. No, I mean it was it was it was neat looking out at the sea of people to see what you see when you work. Like it puts yeah. your job into perspective for me to be able to see that. If oh, that wow. ma- If that makes sense at all, sure. It's like when I go on the road with you, I know what your day looks like. So when I'm at home and I'm not with you, I know, okay, this time he's doing this to get ready for the show or he's doing that to get ready for the show. And so I'm not completely um, oblivious or unplugged from understanding what your day looks like. That's, that, I, that's so, fair. Yeah. So anytime, anytime, even when you're doing, you know, sound check or just, it's just the middle of the day and I walk up onto the, the stage with you and look out at the empty seats. I'm getting a perspective of what it is you see when you're at work. Yeah. So that's neat to me. I mean, I, it's fascinating because I'm, you know. Yeah, it was fun. Of course, you know, luckily there wasn't a, an incident and we didn't end up on TMZ because, well, I wasn't supposed to be out there. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, <laughs> we were told that. Band only. Was band only was. The yeah, band only was allowed on the stage. And, um, and I politely declined that, that set of instructions. We both politely declined that set of instructions. And they said, come on, let's go. I just was like, okay, we're going. Yeah. Here we go. Here we go. (laughs) I was going to smooch my husband at midnight. Well. I was going to be standing on the side of a stage going, hey, babe, I'll see you in a minute. Yeah. And I was not unhappy about that. Well, you know, there's sometimes my not following the rules pays off. Yeah. Well, I mean, come on. I'm not going to stand out there for the, hey, how you doing? Three, two, one, kaboom, and then disappear like a vapor. No, I'm going to stand there. Otherwise, I'm not going to walk out. So it was the do or die moment, and it was just like, well, let's do this and see what happens. Well, I mean, the worst thing they could have done was tackle me, and then that would have made TMZ because, oh my God. you know me, I would have been like, you broke me. No, I wouldn't have said that. You wouldn't have said that? No, it would have been far more colorful. Oh, yeah. Um. Oh, it would have wound up on TMZ for sure. <laughs> no, seriously though, it, it would uh, be on like. I mean that would that was TMZ World Star. It would be everywhere. Everywhere, yeah. No, I. I mean, in my mind, it was like, what is the worst thing that could happen? Like, literally, what is the worst thing that could happen? They grab you by the arm. They say you you're not allowed out there. And then I you would have you would have yelled for me, and I would have turned around and been like, oh, cool. Well, we'll do this back here. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So, I mean, easy, I wasn't. Lemon squeezy. You know, are, are you going to get security involved on national television? I don't think you will. Nah. I mean, it'd be different if you didn't have a pass. and, and It'd be different if you weren't married to me. <laughs> like, well, yeah. we didn't know each other. <clears throat> you know, if I was some rando that just snuck in backstage and, you know, was thinking 
I was going to take the stage, but, but no, it was really, it was really neat. It was really cool. It was, you know, I mean, um, it's so funny. I was right there on stage with L King and did not meet her. (laughs) 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 It was like when everything was done, it was like, okay, I'm going to introduce myself to L King. And I was just like, ah, she's, she's busy. Yeah. It's, it's all good. No biggie. Now, but you know, that combined with some of your experiences when we've done award shows. Mm-hmm. And there there have been a few people that you've said, oh, you know what, I'd like to meet them. By far and, and then, large, I'd rather just pe- people watch than actually meet them. Yeah. I mean, it's just like I, but, I'd rather just, you know. But you, you kind of. It's like ex- bird watching. You want to see them in their natural habitat. <laughs> you don't want to disturb them. You just want to see what they do. <laughs> it's more true than you realize. <laughs> but you did get to experience what happens with, you know what I call the whirlwind. You get into you get into the situation and the situation's just happening oh, yeah. and you're just along for the ride. You know, oh, that yeah. happens well, to and, me and so it's much. funny because people will ask me when I've been to those things, well did you not get a photo with this person or that person? I'm like, photo? I I barely got to speak to them, much less a photo. So <laughs> I'm just gonna have to rely on my memories. Um, but you know what? Yeah. That's that's in a way that's really far more cool at least from my perspective well you're in the moment i mean that that's the thing you're in the moment and you have a great story to tell but um, yeah you know i am glad though there are you know a handful of times where a photo has worked out uh one of the biggest ones being um you know ringo star i'm glad that we have a photo with him yeah he's a beetle he's yeah like you know probably the biggest star i've ever met yeah, um, yeah, and so, certainly. You know, so for I'm me. glad that that worked out. But beyond that, I mean, I'm just like, mm. yeah. well, yeah, and and you know, interestingly, but I also don't get starstruck. So no, you don't. I'm, I'm oddly enough, I you don't, you don't. I do not get starstruck. I, I don't know. I don't know where that comes from and manifests itself. I think it's really cool that you don't. Um, I think it's just because I recognize their people. I mean, they're people with extraordinary jobs. That are known, yeah. Some are known globally, some are known nationally. But I mean, they have extraordinary jobs, but they're still at the end of the day people. Yeah. Well, and and you know, I had never. So I, I watched this clip of Jim Carrey, and this was years ago, <clears throat> maybe two years ago, and I. On the in the clip, he's talking about how impersonal he feels um, the idea of taking selfies and taking pictures is. And, it, and, and I thought, well, that's an interesting perspective. So I listened to the rest of what he had to say. And in his opinion, and, and I can't say that I disagree, but I had never thought about it until I heard him say this. In his opinion, when you meet somebody like that and you go, hey, let's, let's grab a selfie, everything has to stop. Mm-hmm. at least for a moment. Mm-hmm. And sometimes for people like Jim Carrey, if he's going from point A to point B and there's this, what we will call a selfie moment, there's tons of them happening in between point A and point B. Whereas if he didn't have those moments, he said he would, you know, or at least that's uh, my assumption is if he didn't have these moments, he'd have a little bit more time to actually sit down and have a conversation with someone and it'd be a much more meaningful interaction. And he did say that the, that, you know, he just felt like 
selfies were. I'll have to find it and play it for you. But he felt that selfies were, you know, taking pictures like that was kind of lost on him, and, and it didn't didn't make sense to him because he would much rather be able to sit down and have a, a real conversation. In, you know, I, like I said, I can't say that I disagree with. With that perspective, no, but but you know it's it's also a timing thing. You yeah, know, if when the moment's if, if right. A, if a selfie is all that you can get, you know, because of timing, you know, sitting down and having an actual conversation may not be feasible in that moment. If he's going from point A to point B, he has limited time. Right, and I get it. I mean, we would all rather <clears throat> sit down and have a conversation with each other. But if if a quick photo is all that you can do, I mean, do you stop and do it? Do you not do it? I mean, you know, it, it's it's. For for people like him, it's kind of a catch twenty two. Yeah, but, certainly. Um, and, yeah. and like I can empathize a little bit because I mean, we've had those moments, you know, where of course you've had those moments where you know you've had people stop you and want you know to talk to you and take fifteen photos, but you literally have to be somewhere else in that moment. Yeah, and you have to be borderline rude. You don't mean to be rude, but you have to be borderline. You have to rude. be assertive. Assertive would be the best word. Yes, you have to be assertive. Firmly in that. I'm, assertive. I am so sorry. I have to be somewhere else. Yeah. You know, and then you just have to, you know, not hope that they're not offended and yeah. move on. You know, that's just yeah. I mean, how well, I've, I've had someone do it to me. Oh yeah. And and uh, it was it was Questlove. Oh yes. Uh, that right. one of the first times we ever did the Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon. Yeah. And I was really excited because I'm a big fan of his playing and and, mm-hmm. and his work, mm-hmm. and I was really excited to meet him. And I met him in the hallway, and we spoke for just a couple of minutes, and he literally, he looks at his watch, and this look of panic runs all over him. He's like, oh, my goodness, I've got to go, or I'm going to be late. I'm so sorry. I don't mean to be rude. And then he just takes off. He vanishes. Yeah. And But I was not offended. I was like, oh, man, it's Probably cool. Well, you go do what you got to do. I, and I wasn't offended. I just thought the reasoning was a little suspect the only time and I don't do it often but the only time I ever asked for a photo or to just chat for a minute um was with Stevie Nicks and we were in a dressing room situation yes there were a lot of people there but it wasn't like a fan situation where if one got a picture with her there was going to be 500,000 people lined up behind that one wanting a photo and and for context for those of you listening it was the Grammy Person of the Year, um, the night that they give someone an award, they gave it to Fleetwood Mac they that year. They gave it to Fleetwood Mac that year. And we were there because Zach Brown Band was invited Perfor- to yeah, perform one of their songs. Performed and In front of them. That's nerve-wracking. Yeah, performing in front of Fleetwood Mac. Yeah. Their song. Their song. Yeah. Um, so, so, yes, after that, we all found ourselves in a dressing room area with Stevie. And she's another one of those iconic, you know, I mean, the Stevie Nicks twirl. Come on, Jesse, yeah. the whole thing. Um, and while I was not starstruck, I wanted a photo with her. I was just like, this is yeah. Stevie Nicks. How many times am I going to be in the same space with Stevie Nicks? Right. And, um, I mean, she was emphatic about, no, if, if I take one photo, I'll have to take photos with everyone in here. And I'm thinking, nobody else in here cares. <laughs> like, these are all your peers. Like, these are not people that are going to want to take a picture. No, but but it was it was an interesting you know. Oh yeah, and I wasn't offended. I mean, I was yeah. not mad about it, but it was one of those situations I don't know if I don't ask. Right. 
Like, sure. I, I, but I do the remember. The worst thing she can do is say no. I mean, I, and I do remember what yeah. she said to you when she walked up. What? I don't, I, she, I don't remember what she said. I to me. do. We were standing there talking, waiting for a moment to speak to her and introduce ourselves. And we had just finished talking to Brandy Carlisle and her wife for a few moments. And we turned back around, and there's Stevie. And she walked up to you, and she get, she looked at you and looked at your dress, and she goes, you're dressed like you're somebody important. I want to talk to you. She did say that. Mm-hmm. I think to which I said, I am somebody important. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, that's hilarious. But no, I mean, and, and it was great. It was great talking to her for the few, few minutes yeah. that we got to and, and meeting her and, and all of that because, hello, Stevie Nicks. Yeah. But, uh, you know, that was a, a situation in, w- in which I was like, mm, yeah, I don't know that I get on board with this whole no to the photo, but yeah. I respect it and yeah. I'm not mad about it. Right. So. Oh, no. I'm, yeah. yeah. I mean, n- not mad about it at all. Yeah. Um, they, you know, you have a much better, you have something way cooler in a way. You know, the photos are cool and photos are fine, but in a way, you know, like you have this memory of the situation, you know. You were wearing a fabulous dress. You know, we were standing there kind of off to the side, waiting patiently, not not being in the way, not being overly rambunctious in any regard. Mm. And it was Danny who, who made the whole thing happen because he played with her for a tour yeah, or two. Yeah, he knows her. Yeah, um, and he was very gracious to do that. Um, yeah. And, and now that I'm thinking about it, I mean, what I chose to wear that to wear to wear that night um i didn't know what the required attire was so i just right. i just went with a little less dressy than grammy but still dressy yeah and yeah i felt fabulous that's really oh you all were that, fabulous that all that's all that matters but and i felt fabulous yeah it was um it was it was really cool i mean you and i we you know we stood there and like after that you had that moment with stevie and she kind of was working the room a little bit. She had moved on. Brandy Carlisle came up and she was like, Oh my gosh, you just got to talk to Stevie Nicks. We're like, why are you, why are you not talking to Stevie Nicks? And she was, (laughs) she was starstruck. She was like, "Uh, uh, Brandy, let's here, come with me. I'll introduce you. It'll be, and I'll walk away and then y'all can talk. And she's like, uh, no. I mean, it was like, it was totally like, I was envisioning in that moment, Brandy Carlisle turning into that character that Chris Farley used to play. Like, just, mm-hmm. You remember that time you, uh, they did right. that twirl thing on stage? That, speaking, that was cool. Speaking of that, uh, I had never seen Fleetwood Mac in concert up until that point. And um, they came to Birmingham. Uh, I don't know, not long weeks. after. Not long after. It wasn't too long after. And I got, I got tickets for me and Allison to go. And it was a great concert. I mean, it was, you know, of course... Um, Lindsay Buckingham was not with them that tour. That was oh, that's right. That was the had, guy from Crowded House. They was had with fired them. him at that point, uh, but it's still a great show. I just the the main thing I remember though about the show is they played Gypsy, and she starts doing the Stevie Nicks twirl, and I look over, and Allison is, I mean, tear big crocodile tears are, are yeah. You know, and and then of course that made me cry because I was like she's she's having an emotional moment over this and now I'm having an emotional moment over this and the biggest emotional thing was Fleetwood Mac was my mother's music and then became my music wow and then became 
Allison's music. And so that's interesting. The fact that Fleetwood Mac has covered so many generations. Oh, sure. With their music is like moving in and of itself. But I, I'm not kidding. The minute she started doing the Stevie Nicks twirl, we were, we were done. We were done. I would imagine that a lot of people were. Oh yeah. 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 You know, it's, yeah. I find that interesting though, that your mom really liked Stevie, uh, Fleetwood Mac and Stevie Nicks. Oh, she, she was way into the like the fifties doo wop stuff. She was, which was the music of her ch- her yeah, childhood. Yeah, that was the music of her, her childhood. Years. But as we moved into the seventies, I mean, like she, I can remember being a little kid and and Fleetwood Mac being wow the thing, um, you know. And then as we moved into the eighties, and I started, you know, making your own choices, making my own choices. It was still Fleetwood Mac. I mean, yeah. So and then so Duran yeah. Duran and Def Leppard, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Duh. Don't get shy on me now, yeah, honey. No, duh. Yeah. yeah. Lots lots of favorites, but you know, they're they're you know, which is why I think I, I love music from, you know, the fifties on because my mother loved music so much. So you know, one of the interesting things from from my perspective as a musician, you know, there were in a great many regards, there was a lot, there were a lot less rules. And, and I'll explain this in a moment. There were, there was just music, right? And you had to have talent. Yeah. There was no you had to have talent. There was no such thing as auto tune. Yeah. There was no such thing as auto tune. There was no such thing as cut and paste the way you have in, in the digital audio, uh, workspaces. Mm-hmm. Um, there, you, there were no such things as like, there were no parameters that were real uh, restrictive. Mm-hmm. So if Johnny Cash wanted to play something that sounded a little bit more rock and roll, he could, and nobody cared, you know, unless it was super, super twangy, you know, and it sounded like, you know, like traditional country, country music, you know what I mean? And at the time, it wasn't called country music. It was just music. Right, you know. Right. Well, I I fully feel that genres were created for monetary reasons. Of but, course, they need to know. know which bin to put your record in in the record stores. Right, exactly. The same thing um, on iTunes. You have to they they it commit. Has, it has to have a label, which you know. Yeah. Why does it need a label? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I get it, but in some cases, I don't get it. Um, yeah. But I will. But say, along with that comes these rules that I spoke of just a moment ago, mm-hmm. where. You have it, to you have to continue to fit into that box. Yeah, you yeah. have to. If you're going to be a country band, you have to you have to have these things to be a country band. And if you're going to be a, an EDM band or artist, you have to have these things. And without these this this list of prerequisite things are, that are really rather arbitrary. Oh yeah, no, I agree. My biggest thing is my biggest takeaway with music is that you don't have to have talent anymore to do it. No, you really don't. I mean, there are very talented people out there. Do not get me wrong. Sure. But there are some that it's like, okay, if it weren't for auto-tune and cut and paste, you you, oh, yeah. you, you would be suffering a little bit. Um, and, and I say that, and I boldly say that and stand by the comment, because I am of an age that I have heard music, and most people have if they're not living under a rock, Elvis Presley. Oh, yeah. Hello. He did not have auto-tune. His band did not have auto-tune. It was what it was. And those those small flaws in what was played is what makes it great. 
Oh, absolutely. It really, you know. It makes it, it real. It, it humanizes <laughs> it in such a very way. Much, yeah, very it, much. Very it, it, much. It, it, it can get. It can get stale and sterile, and and some and in some ways soulless, in my opinion. But that's just my opinion. Well, and a lot of it is now because it's more about being famous and making money than it is about being artistic. I suppose. And I say that from a non-musician perspective, so I can. <laughs> yes, you can. <laughs> oh my goodness! Speaking of music, we're hearing music in the background we now. Are. We're to the end. Well, we're- happy twenty twenty three. I hope yes. you're starting your year off strong and great. And if you haven't set um, a resolution, you don't have to. No, I haven't, and I won't. No, <laughs> but I did mention the other the other night. When asked, is there anything that you're going to try to do do better? And I said, I'm going to try to be more kind. I don't know how you can accomplish that. You're already so very kind. But okay, uh. good luck. <laughs> Come on. Well, you've been listening to Following the Friars. We greatly appreciate listening. And we ask that you help us to uh, grow our little podcast. Interact with us. Um, followingthefriars at gmail.com or on Instagram. You'll find us. Just hashtag following the friars on socials. You'll find us. You'll find us. Happy 2023, everyone. May your year be filled with abundance, happiness, and joy. And lots of episodes of following the friars. Spread lots, the word. Listen, lots. Spread the word. <laughs>